Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast, back on our regularly scheduled day. I'm Chris, I'm here with Tim, say hello Tim. Hello Tim. We got a lot of stuff to come to you, cover to you with today, uh, a lot of gaming stuff, uh, some more Disney stuff, and just some generic stuff in between, um, trying to keep it all kind of all over the place because so much stuff came out. Um, we have DC fandom that's supposed to be starting this weekend, but it's kind of been changed and move around and things have been leaked beforehand. Um, I shared quite a bit, um, on our Facebook page, Facebook group as well, and on our Twitter. So make sure you go to all those locations, facebook.com slash FOMO Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram, and, uh, make sure you like, and subscribe everywhere. You can get the podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. Go there, find us, listen to us on your preferred app. Um, and I'm going to be starting to do, I have two boxes behind me, as Tim can see, this box and this box, ready to go for uh, box opening videos, and I have one more, should be coming tomorrow. One of them is Tack Pack, and the other one is uh, Spartan Carton. So, uh, yeah, Ooh. I'm going to be opening those up. Uh so yeah, so thank you. Welcome back to the podcast, episode whenever. I'm gonna update it when it gets closer to 150 because it's kind of a bigger milestone too. So you know, I do keep them numbered, so I do know what number we're on, but I don't know until I actually de- set up, do the, all the editing it. and everything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, did you ever thing, find out who was listening from Moscow or Russia? No one. No one has reached out from Moscow yet. So um, uh, well, episode uh, one fifty. There you go. Well, episode one hundred and fifty. Maybe we can get our friend from Moscow on the podcast. Whoever you are, we can get you on the <laughs> podcast. Um, so we're gonna start off with some gaming. Bounce around. I believe we're gonna go back to some gaming. Uh, no, it's gonna be starting with gaming completely. Um, first thing we have. So. I was really excited when I saw this trailer. It was for the new PGA 2K21 that Tim is going to be buying for sure. And he has an update for us after we talk about this first part. Um, he, the, the trailer was, I don't even know who was the only person I recognized who it was, was um, Shooter. Uh, Shooter McGavin. What was yeah. his name in real life? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. You can look it up. So Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. And um, it appears you're able to do his celebration whenever you sink a putt. You can do the shooter little little fire from your hit, which I always thought was pretty cool. Um, but it was just really cool seeing some of the gameplay footage, um, having them interact, having them talk. Um, and it was really cool. <coughs> Christopher McDonald. That's what I th- yeah, it's last name McDonald. That's what I thought. So yeah, so Christopher McDonald re- reprised his role of Shooter McGavin, so that was really cool. And then um, we saw a little bit of gameplay footage. We saw that you can challenge the pros, like Tim's already told us. So that's nothing new. Um, but what did you see from um, what you saw about uh, the gameplay and the footage and the articles that you've read so far about uh, PGA Two K Two One? So what I've noticed is probably this past week, definitely this past week, but they may have had it for two weeks and just let um, the reviewers, which is mostly guys on YouTube um, and probably Twitch as well, uh, actually post footage of it. Because I know some of them said, hey, I've, I've had this game, I've played it, and now I could actually share it with you. So I'm sure there was something there that 
hey, we'll give you the game. You get, you know, early content or even I know some of them were giving them away, but you can't post anything until, you know, this day, um, which totally makes sense. But I've watched a lot of YouTube videos definitely over the weekend and this past week um, as I've been playing uh, Golf Club 2019. And, you know, I was on, on the wagon to get it in the beginning and then kind of jumped off. And now that more so has come out uh, after I'm done recording here, I'm going to fire up the PlayStation and pre-order it. So that way it's ready to go tomorrow when I come home from work because the wife is going to be um, out of town for a couple days. So that gives me, um, you know, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have to hear her yelling at me to say to get off and do this and do that. So, um, but there was one really good article that I read and the guy went through and gave, um, a pretty good review on it and especially what's um, different from this one in 2019 and what is, you know, better and what maybe, you know, wish they had more of it um, than what they did on 2019. So just some highlights here. I'll go through it as, as quick as I can because don't want to really waste too much on it. Um, obviously, like I said, they re they removed the backswing tempo uh, on this one where it has the power meter at the bottom. So, And I was watching a live stream yesterday of a podcast that I listened to. All four of them were playing for uh, a spot to – because they only got one media credential for um, oh the next major. And so they're like, how do we decide who's going to go? They're like, hey, P we got early PG access to – PGA Tour 20, uh, 2K21, whoever wins that, there you go. So they did that and did a live stream last night. I, I haven't watched it um, yet, so that's what I'm going to do probably tomorrow. But on it, as you move your circle for your shot, where your shot's going to land, um, it moves the power meter with it. So obviously it gives you max distance at 100, and as you move it closer towards you, um, your power meter, instead of saying at 100, uh, it actually moves down with you. So you could max it out at whatever, um, you know, say it's 95 or 90, you could max it out at that. Um, obviously, you could still hit it farther if you go past that, mm -hmm. but it's cool how that meter moves. So it's easier to, um, as they put, to get the perfect tempo swing uh, where you don't in 2019 have to gauge, okay, well, if this is three quarters, let me go up here. Uh, it, it makes things a lot easier to have the meter on it because sometimes you think you hit a 75% uh, shot and maybe it only goes 60 and vice versa. You think it's 75 and it goes 90 and you overshoot it and you're in the bunker. Um, the thing on this one, obviously, you could play online, but to play online for online matches, you have to um, use the pro or um, Master or Legend, so the top three difficulties. Uh, obviously, they have, uh, like, beginners. I think there's six different difficulties. So if you're going to play online or compete online, um, you can only play on those three, uh, the top three settings. And right now I play on Pro on 2019, and I think it's, I mean, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but it's not one of those ones. I, I'm sure Master and definitely Legend, or you got to be, you got to be on it. Uh, right, right. Nothing right. that that I'll get up to, but 
some guys that it just they just have it. Um, so I thought that was interesting where you can't play. I'm sure there's something that you could play online, maybe on beginner, but not in um, matches. Um, what was another one? Uh, they were saying on shorter clubs, uh, short approach shops like wedges that it comes uh, works really good. Uh, then once you kind of start getting farther out, uh, and, I'm sorry, this is coming out of the rough. Uh, wedge shots out of the rough or short irons, they say is pretty good at coming out. Obviously, it's in the rough, so it will penalize you a little bit. But they say once you start getting into the longer irons and mm -hmm. the fairway woods, even hybrids, which is kind of meant to glide through, they said sometimes it uh, doesn't come off as it used to. And they said it could, uh, you know, fall 50 yards of where you think it was going to be not based on 50 or short of your max club, but of where say you hit your, uh, you know, hybrid 200 yards where it says it's going to go 175 out of the rough. Well, it could be shorter than that. So that was kind of something that they really noticed. But then again, Hey, if you hit it in the fairway, you got no problems. So it just, you have to strategically, um, miss, I guess on it. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, uh, the green speeds, uh, I guess, are pretty good. And like I said before, I think it was last week's episode where you could actually get some spin on the uh, on your shorter wedge shots. Or on 2019, it's just sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Or this one, uh, you could get on a softer green and on getting some spin on it with how you hit the ball, you could actually get, uh, get the ball to check up or even get some, uh, some backspin on it. So I know we mentioned that before. Uh, another thing with the putting is they do have a putt preview system, but what I've noticed and a couple people have said this, uh, that lip outs are more prominent in this game. Even if, you know, say the ball's dying. I mean, I can see if you got some speed to it, it catches the lip and lips out. That happens. But they were saying even more so uh, if you get the speed right and everything on it that they just don't fall. So I guess you really have to be pretty precise with the um, with your putting on it. Uh, then, uh, you know, the the thing that stinks about it is you could only play against the pros you cannot play a pro or be a pro so it's a hundred percent you create your character and you're the character okay uh, so we, i did not know that i thought maybe you'd be able to play as another character but apparently not yeah as of right now and everything that i saw and read that um you cannot play a pro like i said if if you're playing tournaments you can play against them and even uh, they said on some of the uh, the courses that they have, the TPC courses there, that they'll do replays. Like, say you're playing, you know, um, the, what is it, the 16th hole at uh, TPC Scottsdale, 16th or 17th, whatever the stadium hole is, that they'll, before you tee up, they'll show a preview of the hole and have, like, you know, Tiger Woods historically made that hole in one though. They'll show some previews of a pro doing something 
um, at that hole. And they said okay. it's cool kind of in the beginning, but it happens uh, more often than what you would like. Obviously, okay. you could t- obviously, you could turn it off in the settings, but they said sometimes, like, you know, it you wouldn't think it would happen that much, but it happens more often than not. Um, once you create your guy, you got a couple options. You could st- jump straight to the tour or go through Q School, Corn Ferry, um, and earn your card that way. Uh, like I said, it's got 15 of the championship courses. The, the TPCs or Golf Club 2019 had only six. So that's cool. You get twice as many. And I guess everyone that's played it has says, you know, obviously the graphics are going to be better anyways, but it is a lot better than what was in 2019. Um, and then the remaining of the courses will be filled out by uh, are designed by HB Studios, which who designed the game. Um, when you play events, one, two, three, four rounds. Um, let's see what else. You could establish rivalries with the pros, which I thought that was pretty cool. And you can unlock items uh, once you beat them. Uh, and, and it has a little virtual currency system, which... 2019 had as well but you also get sponsorships uh with it as well and you get to pick your various sponsors and depending on what you do on course objectives you'll be uh, rewarded with different sponsors uh and and rank up so you got you know tailor made you could unlock the new sim max driver sim max equipment and have your bag all of tailor made or in 2019 uh, you pretty much had one club and you would unlock different designs pretty much for it. Uh, so that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, and like I say, popular brands like TaylorMade, Callaway, Bridgestone. Um, let's see the wedge game. Like I mentioned before, you have a lot more lofts to fill the gaps in between your clubs, uh, or choose between more lofts, I should say. And the cool thing is on this one, they have a splash shot, which is like you're hitting out of the sand or if you're not be almost like a like a flop shot like uh, 2019 has. Um, It's got the the currency. And with that currency, you could buy clubs or like the guy said in the article here, I didn't have to buy my clubs because I was sponsored by TaylorMade and I did, you know, different uh, achievements on the course. And so I got my full set of my tailor-made Simmax clubs and didn't have to pay anything on it because I got rewarded on that. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool. And like I said, the best thing that I liked about it is you have different clubs and you could pick different clubs and you can even set up clubs or say you want to be a big bomber, you could put power all the way up, but on doing that, you're going to sacrifice, you know, uh accuracy uh, or maybe, uh, you know, this, uh, something else on it, or, or you'd spray the ball more. I guess that would be accuracy. Or you could put up the accuracy and not bomb it as well, and you could really tweak the clubs. But like anything, you could have kind of your average clubs where, you know, I'll hit it long but still have some de- decent accuracy or go one way or the other. And they say if you max it on one thing, it something else is going to is gonna, um be sacrificed on that uh so what was the last thing they said the commentators are are pretty good on it luke elvey and rich beam which are the ones from 2019 
But like on anything, obviously they just do generic commentary because they're not going to call you by your first name or anything like that. Right. Uh, and like anything on, on a game like this, you're going to notice that it starts going to get repetitive probably after a handful of rounds because, I mean, let's face it, they're not going to sit in a booth all day and say every single little comment. So they, they have their normal catchphrases and uh, normal phrases that you would hear on the golf course. Uh, and then a- after that, it just gets repetitive. But like what I do when I play, I either put music on or watch YouTube videos. It's not like you're playing Call of Duty or Madden where you need to hear the game. You're It's a, a single-player game. Right. So you hit the ball. It advances you to the ball. You see your shot. You hit the ball again. It's not not that not that hard. Um, now, has, what, has, has seeing in this or any of these updates – made you more eager to get it does it matter or how how has it been with you seeing everything that you've seen so far uh i'd be i'd be more eager to to get it now especially um the videos that i've seen recently this week uh everyone is saying uh, even on because i watched a little bit of that live stream that i was telling you about those guys that only got the one spot on the on the media day uh all of them were saying, dude, this is, are you kidding me? This is awesome. This is a great game. And they're not video or a couple of them are video game guys or they dabble in it. And the other two, it was their first time playing the game. Um, well, one thing I will say is that I remember when I think it was um, NBA 2K21 came out when they were doing those $20 games. And I remember it was insane at how how awesome it was for how cheap it was. It was yep. a great deal. You weren't having to like it was it was just a fun experience. So I know that was always been good for 2K. So here's to hoping it is as good as it, is, as it says it is and that, you know, you're happy with it, Tim, because I know that's what's most important is you being happy with it. <laughs> yeah. And it's it sounds like everyone was saying the gameplay and everything. It's reminiscing back to the old, you know, Tiger Woods days of those games. Uh, so and, and there's a lot of carryover from 2019 to 2020 um, online societies, the courses that are course creator um, on that. And if you created a course in 2019, those will carry over into 2K21. So you don't have to create them all over again. But some of those guys that create those courses, because I think they the easiest way is to do it on a computer or they do it in front of a computer because right. most of them are programmers and they just do that for fun and they make immaculate courses. Some of them are easy. Some of them are, you know... You're not what you're walking away. The the first hole is a par four, and you'll be lucky to get a seven or or eight <laughs> on it just because how they set it up. Um, so I'm I'm excited. Like I said, after this, I'm going to turn on the PlayStation, pre-order it, so that way, um, uh, pre-order it digitally, so that way, uh, when I come home tomorrow, hopefully it's it's on there and we're ready to to rock and roll. And so maybe next week I'll have. Uh, and more be, to talk about yeah and i'll be playing it uh at least probably most of the day saturday and maybe on uh sunday afternoon as well so well, well fingers crossed is what your your heart desires and that's exactly what leads us into the next news because everyone's been waiting for this announcement it's kind of been i don't know it's 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 been kind of expected but we finally um got 
the information about what the next Call of Duty is going to be. And the next Call of Duty is going to be Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Now, Tim watched the trailer right before we started. And for those of you that haven't watched the trailer, go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page. We have it everywhere. And the big thing about the new um, trailer is that all it really is is it shows no gameplay footage. It's all real footage. And it shows a Russian um, person. I can't remember his name, but he's talking about how they have a spy within our in the United States who's going to bring us down from the inside, and you need to pay attention. And basically, you can tell, like, um, the the way that they did it, they said that, well, we've been planning this for 10 years. So basically, this is the game they've wanted to make. So maybe that's why people people hated the, the, the Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4. They didn't like those. So maybe there's a reason why. Maybe that they weren't in it. Maybe that, you know, who knows why. What we do know is, is now that we know, I mean, the possibilities are endless. And then the crazy part was they dropped the trailer, and then all of a sudden Treyarch goes, 8-26-2020. And I was like, wait, what? It's already dropping next week? So we were talking about it, and Tim's like, well, we have a month. And wait, no, we have a week. Oh, no. So it only it comes out in a week. And I am just going to be starting to play Warzone this weekend, so I'm not going to be able to do anything. <laughs> I'm so far behind. Yeah, it was interesting at the end of that video, you know, how it came out and said August 26th, and like I said, time's just been flying by for me, and ah, it's a month away, and hold on, wait, that's that's a week. So, be interesting to see. I mean, that's six days out. It's a Wednesday, so we'll see what they have. Maybe you know, uh, comes out with some gameplay footage with that, and then you know, the within 24 hours of that, you have everybody breaking down the gameplay footage of that. Oh, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? All the Easter eggs on it. It's like when they, you know, come out with the Star Wars trailers or any movie trailers, how the next day you already have everyone breaking it down. So it'll be interesting to see, especially Cold War. Um, it looks like they're working their way through the uh, the wars now um, or eventually going through them. Uh, so like you said, how they did Modern War, you know, two and three and. People liked them. People didn't like them. You know, I I bought them. They were they were fine. Not a hardcore Call of Duty. I I like Call of Duty. I prefer Call of Duty. Um, but we'll see what uh what the twenty six has in store for us. We'll see. I am excited. Um, uh, I I'm just happy with Call of Duty in general. So anyone that yeah. wants to hate on it, hate on it. Whatever. Um, yeah. the next thing we're going to talk about. Tim also wanted to talk about this. Oops, I screwed up on that part. Um, well, no, I cut something. Okay, there we go. So this one, I want to know what Tim thinks this means, but he brought it up to me that um, this is sports related, but it's kind of, you know, everything related. We'll do. We'll throw a little Con Con's Cantina. What are we drinking? Uh, with uh, Modelo signs a deal to basically be a sponsor, the main beer sponsor for the Raiders and Allegiant Stadium. So what do you think that means? And why did you, you want to bring it up for, for the Raiders? Well, it was just, especially, you know, at that huge stadium, A, they got to pay it off somehow, get as many sponsorships and everything in there. Um, and B, uh, it was surprising that it was, um, you know, Modelo. Uh, well, I guess not surprising, but that, uh, you know, 
it was going to be a, you know, Modelo sponsorship. Uh, and it was crazy. They are so Modelo. This came out, you know, yesterday. And on this article I got in front of me, they're the 13th founding sponsor for Allegiant Stadium. So there's a lot of, I don't know who all, obviously Allegiant Stadium, Allegiant is one of them. And I'm sure there's a handful of other ones in there. Well, there's 11 other ones, uh, 13 including, or uh, 12 including Modelo and 13 with Allegiant. So it, it it's weird, but I am going to be curious to see how, they're going to set all of this up because, you know, they're going to have a tailgate zone outside the stadium of the South side, basically when the field trays moved in, because obviously the Raiders got to play on something, that's where they're going to have that at. And according to Mark Davis, Mo Davis, I mean, sorry, Mark Davis, um, that it's going to be a Super Bowl esque element. So, I mean, granted, it's in Vegas. It's going to be anyway. So it's just going to be a big party down there. Granted, you go to any football game, most of the tailgates are. Even when the team's losing, people will go. There'll be more fans in the parking lot tailgating than uh, at the game because they'll pay 20 bucks to get into the game, but not 60, 100 bucks to get in the stadium to leave by halftime. Um, so it said, here's here's one thing I want to say. So. Modelo, I think, is an interesting choice. They already have the cans. I sent Tim um, mm-hmm. a picture of the of the cans because it is kind of cool. I mean, they're getting everything ready. But what was yeah. crazy was I was thinking, like, you know, I wonder, I'm wondering why, like, because I was thinking maybe they have another, like, maybe their parent brand is something that pe- Americans don't like or because, you know, all these other breweries, like, Budweiser is owned by a a German company, I believe is what it is now. So it's kind of like, okay, maybe they're trying to sneak in or do something else. But I do know, I mean, Modelo is a good beer. I drink Modelo from time to time. And, you know, I have no problem, you know, doing that. Um, And just so you know, guess what other beers? Oh, so... They make Budweiser and Corona. Modelo? The parent company of Modelo. Yeah, Constellation. It's a it's a winery. It's not Constellation. It's AB and Bev. Not that makes Modelo. Yeah, I have it right here. No. I'll, yeah. put, I'll, put, I'll put money on that. I will bet yeah. you $100. I just, I just Googled it right now. It says AB and Bev. Budweiser is AB and Bev. Modelo is Constellation Brands. I'm t- dude, our beers. It has all of them listed here. It has Bex. It has and it has Modelo on here. It, I mean, it may be well because it could be one of those things where I know Constellation is Corona, but Corona West, their Constellation, the sole distributor of Corona West of the Rockies. So it could be something like that. But I know, and it could just be different rights on it. But I uh, have Constellation Brands right below here right now. And I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. Let's see. View portfolio. Because Constellation also Woodbridge owns Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. And that's the official wine of the Raiders. So that's. They're going um, with that and not with uh, with uh, what's his face? Woodson wine. 
Dude, you think any Raider fan could afford Woodson wine? That's true. That's probably true. <laughs> I mean, it's good wine. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a great wine. I've had it before. Um, but, I mean, you're in the low-end $50 a bottle, you know, high-end 100 plus. And if you want his autograph on it, basically add another $50 on top of whatever the bottle price is. Um, but, it, I mean, it's it's good wine. Obviously, he put his name behind it, um, and he does a lot of publicity for it. And I talk seen about him. it. Was it wasn't he at the wine symposium before? Hasn't he been to that before? Um, I'm I'm sure he has. I haven't ran into him. The only famous person I ran in uh, at the wine symposium, well, two, was Francis Ford Coppola and Pink. Actually, Pink photobombed a picture of us. Not well. Anyways, she photobombed it, but not on purpose because we were trying to take a picture of or winemaker at a previous company. And she just happened to walk out the door at the same time we took a picture. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with this deal. I mean, obviously the deals change all the time. I mean, I'm a Texans fan and, um, they changed a bunch. They are NRG stadium, but they were Reliance stadium. I mean, all these stadiums change over time. I mean, the, the giants, for instance, I mean, how many oh, yeah. times do they change? I mean, uh, the San Francisco yep. Giants. They're, they yep. were AT, Pac-Bell, oh, Pac-Bell AT&T, AT&T, Qualcomm. No, Wasn't it Qualcomm for a minute? Uh, Qualcomm was San Diego. Okay. So and, is that a and, now it's, uh, and now it's Oracle. So um, next, we have the sad news, but predicted news, is that the uh, Tiger King Zoo is permanently closing. Now, this is not a shocker because... Um, the Jeff Lowe guy, I mean, I don't know him, you know, on the show, he seems kind of skeezy, but I mean, that's, I think that's the way they're trying to portray him. But I mean, he even posts videos and stuff talking about how he decided to, you know, oh, well, I'm, I'm giving away the, my license. I'm giving up my license. They're starting a different zoo. We don't want this zoo, the zoo. He thought he could make it good and he couldn't. So you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, and there's a lot of bad stuff that he said happened there that he thinks happened, and he called certain people to come out, search cadaver dogs, do whatever. But they are permanently closing it, and um, the animals are being... But here's the interesting part. Did you read the article, Tim? No, I have not uh, read the article, and I've, I've seen the articles and seen everything that's happened. Obviously, watched the Tiger King um, documentary on it, and it just seems like once that guy took over that it was fine in the beginning and then it just went bad <laughs> i guess to say it lack well of better I think, words i think he wasn't trying to keep it he wanted to get rid of it anyway so yeah the key thing well, is though is they're gonna keep filming tire king stuff there so i'm like what are they filming in that park that's closed yeah really Yes, they said they're going to keep the location for filming. So what are they filming? Yeah, if it's going to close, that means you don't have the funds or available or um, uh, maintaining it. So there's going to be no animals there uh, unless you're... I would hope because he said all the animals are in private hands. So technically you can have that, that land as like a preserve. That That's people true. Don't, don't have, you know, because there's lots of places... Um, 
I believe there's one in Texas for elephants that you can't go into it. You can't do anything. It's protected. And they send like old circus elephants there and other like rescued elephants. And it's like a preserve and people donate to it. Yeah. And I sell merch and stuff like that, but they, they don't allow anyone. You can't go look at the elephants. You can't go around the elephants. Can't do anything. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and I guess that would make sense. And the filming there would just be, Hey, you know, I guess strike while the iron's hot. Um, and especially with what there was a, a petition going around or everyone trying to get Tiger King out or make bail or, or whatever was going on there, especially once everything came out um, and seeing the light that, you know, what he tried to switch the name of the company or the zoo into his parents name. And then that didn't work out. And this guy came in and we all know what what happened there. But I thought I read an article, and of course it's on the internet, so that means it's true, that Carol Baskins was going to get it. Well, she is in the lawsuit because he couldn't pay for it, so they, they, they seized his assets. So, I mean, he's not, she's not going to get anything out of it. She probably would just sell the land anyways. But I think yeah. it's, still in, it's still in court because the way everything was transferred it was there's like a lot of little little loopholes uh, they have to solve so yeah they got to get it it's one done. of those situations they have to get everything kind of fine tuned get it done right yeah right um so there's a lot of stuff coming up next we're going to bounce around because I, I always like to finish with the disney stuff so there's something ties into this that we're talking about later but the connors is the first network sitcom to go back to filming mind you um Soap operas have already been going on, and rumor is some people are saying they're watching and they go, it looks like they've inserted an old scene where they get closer and they kiss. So there is the possibility that they're doing that. So who knows on that part of it? But I will say it is optimistic because they, um, for those that don't know, in California, the numbers have been steadily declining on the amount of COVID cases. And Here's an interesting tidbit. So um, one of the shows I really liked, it's on Netflix right now. It's on True TV normally. It's called I'm Sorry. And it's it's uh, it's uh, written by and- Andrea Savage, who's a hilarious comedian. And she just wrote this. It's, a, it's an amazing show. I love it. Well, she was talking about like in one scene, she just walks out naked, I think, or something like that, because the hu- everyone's gone from the house, so she wants to be free. She had to hire... You have to hire a person on set that makes sure that people are okay with the nudity that they're being involved with. So it's like literally they're asking for consent. So the rumor is, is a lot of these places that are starting to film again are having COVID people who basically are in charge of making sure no one does this, that they have, if, you know, if a person wants a certain Santa hand sanitizer, they get that. So they're being extremely careful. I think that's why it took so long to get back into some of it is because they're trying to figure out guidelines um mind you um sports has been back in europe for quite some time because they only test the people who think they're sick they're not like poor aroldus chapman who didn't have any symptoms at first and had minor symptoms and he tested positive for almost 90 days he tested positive in the beginning of july and he just got reinstated on monday so it's one of those things where we don't know the full extent of the way things respond to tests the way things respond to different stuff so you know, um, they were saying certain people take certain medications to boost their immune systems when they have illnesses. That's why they're having better results at not getting it. 
So I'm thinking with this new maybe COVID person on the sets, you're going to see a lot more stuff start coming back. So I'm hopeful for it. I've been hopeful for it. And it's not just because I want new content. It's because a lot of this content people make and shows make is what they do for a living. So you're employing people. And for like I've heard rumors that all the musicians, like the set musicians in L.A. are leaving because they can't afford to live there because they, they live off touring. You know, mm -hmm. or the ones that go in for like a studio album and they're playing guitar for someone just as a background person, and they get a, a regular rate. So it, it's kind of tough because you see people hurting, but you also don't want to force anyone to go in something they don't want to do. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens. The one thing that's going to be annoying is once it gets better and all the, the medical dramas start coming back, every single one of them is going to cover COVID pretty quick, which the resident is one that Sarah and I really like. And that one had a COVID episode in the very end. And they had to cut out most of the COVID plot because they said they felt it was too insensitive. Wow, that's interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, everything that's going to come back, like you said, you're going to get the, the, the medical shows, the drama shows, they're all going to have some type of COVID or COVID, you know, maybe even a, a whole season or underlining plot line where it's going to revolve around COVID. And then you're going to have all the uh, animated shows, Simpsons, uh, you know, you know, South Park could do probably three full seasons of COVID and really take that and, and run with it. Uh, Family Guy, all of those were, you won't be able to get away with some of the stuff if you had actual human actors, but since it's animated, they get away with a lot more stuff. A lot more. Um, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, there's going to at least be some type of episodes uh, of that. I mean, I shoot, I watched South Park the other night and it was the, oh, what the heck was it? Everyone switching to, to Priuses and how, I mean, whether you're for or against that and whatnot and, you know, global warming. But then you had the, the smug and not smog, smug and all of this. So, yeah, no, they're definitely going to hit that but it's interesting to see that the connors is one of the first ones to uh to come back filming uh on it because how many seasons do they have now i think it's on this will be their third season their third they got well yeah technically because the first yeah because the first season was with roseanne and then she made the racist comment so they got rid of her and they rebranded it as the connors so it might be yeah. like season, it might be season like two, like and, two a and a half, half or something, something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're gonna move the next one to be further down with everything else. We're gonna jump to so LeBron James revealed the look at the new uh, Space Jam, a new legacy, which is uh, he showed the jersey for the Toon Squad. There, I haven't seen a real premise yet for the movie. Only that you know. LeBron James is involved in it, and I know that this is like one of his dreams come true because um, I I watched a, a thing and they're talking about how like his one goal was to meet Warren Buffett because he wanted to learn how to manage his money and stuff like that. So <laughs> one of the things was is he created a a company. Um, uh, I think he made a deal with a movie studio or something. So he's got like a multi movie deal to develop movies. So I'm, yeah, he did. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but I remember him wanting to get into into yeah, that so side he has of things own, i think he has his own production studio everything and i'm kind of excited for it because i mean 
12 year old me loved space jam even though it was ridiculous you know involving larry bird and uh, uh, <laughs> bill murray bill murray um it was just everything was just so absurd but i loved the, i loved the movie and um i'll never forget that my first like real rap song as a kid hearing was hit him high hit him high hit him high you hit him low hit him low hit him low and that was the tune that was the the rival the uh, team's like the songs coming out when the monsters when they were beating them up. So I think it's interesting. Um, well, I want to wait till see more just because, you know, I'm not going to be one of those ones that judges the book by the cover. And everyone else says they hate it because they don't want to remake the good. Michael Jordan was perfect in the role to begin with. No, it's, I, and, and it I feel like to... it might have better acting chops than Jordan. So, yeah, I don't. And then you open up the whole can of worms is LeBron better than Jordan, all of that, especially, you know, this. Jordan did Space Jam and, you know, with Disney doing all of their remakes of their animation to live actions, you know, is is Will Smith better than Robin Williams? I mean, you get into to all of that that gets brought up. Um, but I had a question for you. What do you think of the logo versus the the one that just came out, you know, with LeBron and the one that was. uh that Jordan had. I mean, the thing for me is that the original one, it fit the the time because it was the actual, basically, <laughs> the logo yeah. of the the team of, of of Looney Tunes. I feel like LeBron's is still like everyone was mad about it, but I'm like, it it's it's basically it's basically the same thing. It's just bigger and different. It's on the side. It's more modern. Yeah, so, I, and like you said, I think it fits. Both of those logos fits with the time that the movie was made in. Right. Yeah i i, I was just I was just curious to get your thoughts on it. Mine. Now that you bring that up, my initial gut reaction thought was I didn't like it. I think it looked stupid. Um, you know, used to that classic you know, all the, the original style for it, but you know, you can't do the exact same one on this one where now, like you, like you were saying, it's the original one was perfect for the time that it was filmed in. And now this one, um, is good for the time that, you know, re it reflects the, the times like anything, you go back and look at old magazines and you don't have to look, know what the year it is. You could tell based on the, on the clothing and, everything that's going around uh, exactly with it i'll be like you said i'll be curious to see once the first trailer comes out and if uh if old braun braun's got any acting chops uh on him he was good in that amy schumer movie i liked him in that one when he played himself he was really good in that one yeah yeah so we'll we'll see We'll see here because, of course, you know, I mean, Michael Jordan in that movie, he's a dual sport athlete, you know, started off in actually is three sports. Started off in baseball, then got sucked down the golf hole and ended up playing basketball. Exactly. It, it's funny how you said you're, the song that uh, you were talking about, the, the rap song in it. All I remember is just, you know, the I believe I could fly. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they had the other one too. They had the um, "Come on, ride the train." Woo, to ride it. Yeah, they had that one too on there. They had a little lot on there. Yeah. Um, let us know what your favorite jersey is. Go to Facebook.com/slash FomoCast, Twitter FomoCast, and FomoPodcast on Instagram. Um, 
the next one, I haven't heard anyone really complain about it. Um, they want to do a remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, reportedly uh, getting Will Smith and Kevin Hart to star in it. Um, I feel like they they kind of typecast the characters according to who played them before. So you have Will Smith, who's a, who can play a very serious actor but can play in a comedic actor. And then you have Kevin Hart, who's usually comedic but can occasionally play serious, serious which is like John Candy can play serious, but you know, joking, you know, see cool runnings. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, Steve Martin can play straight and joking too, as well. Um, I'm all for it. I hope they keep it around the holiday times. I hope it's something, but here's the problem is, is we're talking about all these remakes. When are they going to start making them? Right. Exactly. So it's it's not too much to talk about because it's not like a movie is different than, so we're going to talk about it later, but I'll mention now. So the Obi-Wan series, when they start filming it, they're going to use, they're going to start with the same method they shot the Mandalorian, where it requires minimal people around. It's filmed mostly in a very special, specially designed sound stage where there's basically limited people there. That's so much easier. You start trying to do them playing trains and automobiles, going through streets, going through towns, doing all this crazy stuff. I mean... We'll see. I'm hopeful. I like them both for it. How do you feel, Tim? Do you like them both for it? I'm just curious. It wasn't um, Kevin Hart and The Rock since they seem like that they film everything together. But um, no, I think it'll be it'll be good. Um, I'll be curious uh, to see what the you know, how what their their take is on it, because I like plane plane trains and automobiles. I, you know, love uh, John Candy as well in that. Um but be be curious to see how you know they obviously Kevin Hart's he's always funny even when he's in a serious role he's funny Will Smith you don't know what you're gonna get um, not necessarily as far as you know he's gonna show up one day and be serious and the next day be funny but in going into w- with us not obviously being directors or anything on this is he going to be a more serious role on it and completely serious or you know like he i thought he did great on aladdin whether you hate me or not for that is it going to be something like that or is it going to be a split uh, of both of them so i i think it'll be fine um we'll be curious to see if this takes ground and and takes off like you said it's just i mean when when are going to start it and i mean if it's still going to be five seven years out from now probably with everything that's going on so i i will say i did start watching um aladdin before the kid went to bed um the other day and i actually really did enjoy his performance it was very uplifting it was very different i was mm-hmm. expecting you know something different so that was nice and i really enjoyed him changing it to not be like the genie it was more live action it felt yep. real I, I liked it a lot so i'm okay with that and i always like the fact they changed spoiler alert um because in the cartoon robin williams plays the original traveler who's telling the story i like that they changed the way that it started to to have him in a different kind of role so you didn't take from the exact same type of thing yeah no exactly and on, on that it was a perfect it was will smith's take on the genie. I mean, even exactly. when he's, when he's singing and I don't know how far you got into it, but when Aladdin's going to see, you know, the, the Prince Ali song, um, 
you know, Will Smith did his. Yes, take, it's, it's different. His, yeah. his his take on it and his mannerisms and everything. And I thought I'm like, ooh, that's a that's a, that's a Will Smith move right there. They didn't, uh, you know, take it 100 percent copy. So, but exactly. yeah, we'll see how you know. Interesting to see what plane, trains, and automobiles. Hopefully, it uh, can hit the ground uh, running. So now we're going to our Disney section of the podcast. Uh, the one thing we skipped over that I wanted to talk about to make sure we go is there's rumors that there's, they're working on a Star Wars uh, Kylo Ren spinoff for Disney Plus, like a mini series. Um, and it, supposedly it's with Adam Driver. Now, I think right now is the best time to start doing these rumors and questions because there, a lot of people don't have anything lined up. A lot of things are falling through because... Let's say, for instance, you were supposed to start filming this movie today or tomorrow, or you're supposed to start filming it in June, and it gets pushed back three months. Well, guess what? That movie you had scheduled for a month after you finished filming the first movie, now you are delayed on that one. So that means that one is not going to go through. So whoever was on that one, if they didn't have a film lined up for a certain period of time and or didn't have one lined up at all because everything stopped, now, basically, you're left with nothing going on. So now is the time to get people to come in to do certain things like this. Um, I hope for it because I, I need to stop watching Moana because I have to watch Moana at least once or twice a day. And it's at least seven or eight times in the weekend because the kid can't stop watching it. He loves Maui. He loves Moana. He loves everybody. He's not a big fan of Hey Hey, but Hey Hey is my dude. So it's okay. Um but yeah, I, I think it'd be kind of awesome if you got, I don't know if you got like a backstory, if you got a little interlude of behind the scenes things that you didn't see. Um, if For those of you that read any of the audio book, books, um, I read some of the Star Wars ones. I think it was Lost Stars that it, um, it coincides with the story from Star Wars. So literally you're on a different timeline. Well, not different timeline. You're different people. And they bump into it. They're there for the destruction of the of the Death Star. Um, they're basically in the the Battle of Hoth, and they're not people you've ever met. But what you do is you do get like little hints here and there of like, oh, this is who that person was. This is where they they battled. And I think they could do that with um, the Kylo Ren thing. You could have it to where like, oh, look. You know, we heard about um, when he was training under Luke. Maybe you could have a thing about that. Maybe you have a thing about when he left. Maybe You know, the, the possibilities are endless. Oh, yeah. You could definitely, I mean, on, and anything on those Star Wars. I mean, we've already seen it with uh, Solo and Rogue One and tying stuff together or getting more so of a backstories on it. Um, and now with obviously Disney Plus coming out, you could instead of doing a movie now, you could do a series and I don't want to say milk it for all it's worth. But, you know, like the Mandalorian where you could, uh, you know, actually make a series out of it. And it's not just a one and done with the movie where you could have more of a backstory and where he's come from, what he's been through uh, and maybe tie it into little things in the movie. It's like, oh, hey, that's why, you know, or, or this or that um, on it. So. It'll be interesting to uh, to see it, and especially with them getting Adam Driver on that, because I've seen him. Uh, what was it? He was in that Marriage Story on on Netflix. That all of a sudden that popped up. I don't know, a handful of months ago. I'm like, hey, that looks like Kylo Ren. So it looks like he's getting uh, more so out there than just on being known for Star War Star Wars and. Mm. 
Kylo Ren. So, um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, if, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Disney to, <sighs> to get it going. So it, D- Disney is amazing. Disney knows what they're doing and Disney also knows what people want. And what's funny yeah. is, is I feel like, like when they announced the Mandalorian, you know, like we said, we, we, we wanted it, but it was kind of like, oh man, you know, I want it, but do I want this? And then all of a sudden, after everything comes, you're like, oh yeah, I wanted that. I wanted that a lot. So I thought that, I think that's pretty cool that like, they're that good at just knowing what you want. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And I enjoy it. Um, I think that, uh, I don't know. I honestly feel like they're going to, they're going to, they're going to step up their game. They're going to, they're literally going to do something that maybe they're going to change something that makes everyone feels better about the, the sequel trilogy. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't, I don't hate it. Star Wars is Star Wars to me. So yeah. it is what it is. And it'll be interesting if they use, I mean, like we saw in the Mandalorian and the set and the soundstage that they built around that, especially with, um, oh, I can't remember what they called that wraparound screen. I mean, I'm sure they built it for that. So now it's okay. We got it. Now let's use it. And we saw, um, especially on the Disney Plus, I can't remember what the um, what the name of the, the show was, not the Mandalorian, but the one with all the directors. And you see a lot of the behind the scenes on that. If they're going to start, I mean, I'm assuming they are because they built it for the Mandalorian, start using that type of technology since the stage is already built there um, for the Kylo Ren spinoff and probably in the next one that you're going to go into. And we saw how that worked for the Mandalorian and then seeing how the technology worked um, in the behind the scenes there with the, with the directors of the Mandalorian and Man, if that's the future, it is. It's crazy how they integrated that with the backdrop, with not having to fly all the way to. I forgot where they recorded the original one at, but you could do it in a sound studio and not only T- have Tanz- that Tanzania, I think. Yeah, I think that's where it is. Yep. Tanzania. So yeah, you don't yeah. have to fly to Tanzania, where you could just have that wraparound. Um, I don't know screen. But then still have incorporate those 2D models, actual models in it. So you got the new school, you got the old school and putting it together. And we all saw how that turned out in in Mandalorian. So I'm assuming a lot of these other series, especially in the Star Wars universe, will utilize that, Um, you know, obviously including the the Mandalorian, which is coming out here pretty soon. Well, so what we're going to talk about, we'll bring it up now. Basically, Obi Wan series is is going to be using that material. It's going to be using that set, and oh, people nice. were people were like, "Oh, you know." Um, they said Ewan McGregor is said that they're not going to start recording a- until filming until January. That it doesn't put them behind schedule. They're just you know making sure everything's right. But then they came out the other day saying that they're going to begin filming next month. And from what I hear, the studio where they filmed the with that special screen is in Burbank. And what they're going to do is they're going to do the rest of the scenes 
at Pinewood Studios in London. So they are going to film a bunch of the stuff there. It's just, you know, that's when they think the January might take place. Or maybe Ewan McGregor was just wrong. We don't know. Um, people were mad. There's the get rid of Kathleen Kennedy, which I do think she her time should be over. She's been with the company forever. She knows what she's doing, but there's a new way of going about things. And, you know, maybe she didn't need to redo the whole script. But from what Ewan McGregor says, I, I trust him. I believe everything he says. I think, okay, great. If he thinks the rewrites are good and needed, then I'll trust him. I'll trust him with that because he is Obi-Wan from now and for always. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's that's true. Um, the big one, because I went on a binge when I was working from home. As soon as I clocked out, I would start watching all the Marvel movies. So now every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, which for those of you who don't, don't know, Technically, uh, the MCU does include the Spider-Man movies, but they are not listed under the MCU because they are made by Sony. Same thing with um, the Incredible Hulk movie that is under a different studio, so that does not include included in it. But every Disney-made MCU movie is now on Disney+. Plus. They just uploaded the last one, which was Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I need to watch this weekend. Um, and, uh, we'll see how it goes from there. Cause I watched, I watched, um, speaking of which I watched birds of prey this weekend. Amazing movie. I really like it. Is it um, good? it was very good. Uh, so now you can binge watch everything and you just got to get, I think three movies now that are not in the MCU to watch. Cause everyone says you do need to watch the Hulk movie. Cause it kind of is a cool story. Um, but what's his face? Uh, was, uh, they said it was a nightmare to work with Edward Norton was a nightmare to work with. Good to know. Next time when I get the role, I'll make sure to to not request him then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, then, so I know Tim's got a couple things in the end, but this one was kind of, I'm mad now a little bit. I don't know how to feel about it. That apparently from all the inquiries into the Mulan movie, Disney is hinting that they're going to start probably going this route for other movies. So we may see Black Widow on there, especially with the deal that... Um, universal struck with amc now we might have the ability like hey say let's drop it right now and then we'll put it in theaters afterwards and maybe they can have like uh, a cutoff where they can't run it for three weeks in between and then you have to go to the theater but that tells me they're not getting negative feedback about the mulan movie all i see on facebook is negative comments about how stupid it is how i'm not going to pay that but when you break it down thirty dollars if your kid can't see it through a movie and the, the, the way they're doing it with you're going to be able to keep it until as long as you have Disney Plus. So let's say, for instance, you have Disney Plus for four more years and they don't put Mulan on the system until 2026. You've kept it that whole time. You only paid one time. That's unheard of. You're paying a DVD, 4K DVD price for the rental for a lifetime. So, you know. Someone because, made a someone made a meme that said uh, Mulan's coming out in the year three thousand, so you so you might want to rent it. <laughs> well, and with that, like you said, if you go to the movies and see it, and you know, probably most everyone that goes to the movies and sees Mulan is going to have you know kids or take your cousins or you know somebody younger, or, or you're gonna have couples that just you know in, in, enjoy Disney movies like you know me and me and you. Um, Which this one isn't no music. Remember that there's no music in this, no singing, no nothing. 
Yeah. Um, but say you go out there and see, and like I said, we kind of already, you know, broke it down the previous episodes. Um, I mean, you're going to get your, your 30 bucks worth and you're not having to go out. You could do it at the leisure of your home. You need to go to the bathroom. Somebody calls you, you make an important phone call. Hey, you could pause the movie, come back and, 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 uh, and resume it right where you, where you left off at now, you know, with the, with it being on Disney plus you have it for as long as you have Disney plus or the movie theaters. If you wanted it, you either had to wait for it to come out on a streaming service and Netflix, the Disney plus, whatever, um, to get it that way. Or you buy the DVD, which is let's, you know, let's face it. If it's on sale, maybe 1999, if black Friday, or right. It's going to be normally 25 bucks. So now you're almost 50 bucks or over 50 bucks into it. If you see it in the movie theaters and you buy the DVD because the kid wants to watch it all the time. So you're, you're saving that all of that money right there. And you don't have to, Oh, you want to want to want to watch Mulan. Okay. Well now I got to, Oh dude, is, is the Blu-ray player plugged in? Got to get that, get the disc out, put it on it. Where like me and you got smart TVs. Boom. Put, Pull up the TV, put the Roku on, uh, Disney Plus, Mulan. Go to my save, Mulan. Click it. Okay, here we go. We're we're rocking and rolling, and not having to fumble it, fumble around with the disc. Or did you put it back in the right case? Where is it at? Yeah, all, all all of that that goes into it. So, I mean, it's it's going to be. I think it, it'll be worth it. Whether I do it or not is another question. Uh, Unless it comes out in the reviews or, hey, we were all wrong and it's just a great movie. Even then, I'll still probably wait until it comes out for free. But if it if it tanks and doesn't do that well, I don't think they'll, you know, maybe strategically do other ones. But if it does really well, I mean, Disney's a business. It'll put as many on there as they can or or use this platform to do it. And if they have something that maybe is going to be really good, like you said, put it in a theatrical run just so it can maybe get some Academy um, nominations for it and hit the minimum on that. Uh, and then on that, all they're doing is just double dipping on it. So um, I I think this will be I, – I, I think the, you know, uh, the test dummy will be Mulan. And we'll see if it if it does great. You're going to see more. If it doesn't do that great, probably not going to see as much going that route. I have a feeling that um, I have a feeling that it's going to do good because everyone's going to want to be the first to watch it. So, yep. um, and before we go to the final two things in Disney, one thing, two things we forgot. So they announced um, that Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are going to reprising their roles as Batman in the Flash movie. For those of you that don't know, it's going to be called Flashpoint, or it was. Who knows what's going to be called, called anymore. If Ezra Miller keeps screwing up, doing stupid things, hitting women, you know, it might change. But um, in the movie, it's supposed to take place in multiple dimensions and multiple worlds, so that's why it's possible. And then we also, if you go to our Instagram, we got the logo for the the Batman with Robert Pattinson. It has a cool little setup on what it looks like. I like it. I like the new Bat logo. It looks great. So I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. Um, well, and, we... and one one last quick thing. Um, going back to the Modelo, actually, both of us were correct on that. So uh, 
in the United States, Constellation is the sole distributor. Outside the United States is Anheuser-Busch InBev. Okay. So, <laughs> so there, there, there you go. I, I'm sure there was one person out there that, you know, I wanted to clear it clear. They were it up dying for. to tell us, oh, you were both wrong. <laughs> right. It, it, exactly. So there, there you go. So um, lastly, we have two things. The first one is, um, so they had a picture with a bunch of the higher ups at Disney that um, the Quinjet has landed at California Adventures Avengers Campus. It looks awesome. It's life-size. It looks just like one of the X-Wings you see over in Batu. Um, Connor, Batu West is the best. Batu East can suck it. Uh, we have all the cool stuff. You have nothing besides you guys. They, they, he does cosplay on there, so it's kind of cool when he does go, except for when his wife goes without him next week. Um, but uh, I just thought it was pretty cool seeing it, how big and real it was. Because I had a feeling they were going to do something like that because they had the big hangar and, and Quinjet for the mm -hmm. uh, Captain Marvel meet and greet in California Adventure. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, just a little thing they're hinting that they're plugging away and moving ahead with all the rides and construction work over at the California Adventure. So that's a positive note for whenever they reopen. Um, well, and you, and you could see it back there on some of uh, what is it? The one guy that flew over in the helicopter. You could kind of see it. I mean, they quote unquote hit it, which basically they had a big black tarp over the top of it. But I mean, how do you hide a... A, a jet a plane there's really no way to hide it unless you actually put it in a hangar or build a you know big structure to to put it under so now the uh like you said it, it's off it's on top of the building it looks awesome it's huge um and and evangel's campus is is taking shape and it's going to look like uh uh instead of a a, a batu over there you're going to have uh you know, an Avengers campus. So you're going to have a couple really um, immersive areas at the Disneyland resort there um, here, you know, within once Avengers campus opens up. Well, that's, it's going to be kind of cool. It's going to add to the themes. So I am happy for it. Um, and then lastly, Tim knows a little bit more about this. Um, so apparently they changed. Tim said that they, you said the way they they do the queue for um for yeah. Rise of the Resistance for Rise of the Resistance. Um, and for those of you that have you know been able to uh, get in the queue and be able to ride Rise of the Resistance, I mean everyone knows that. I mean now it's it's a little different because they have a couple times that they release them at Disney World, but. Uh, when I went to uh, Disneyland, it was a one and done, and uh, seconds matter. It's weird, but seconds really mattered. Um, and that's the difference of you possibly getting a low number uh, or getting a high number or not even getting in at all. Uh, but what they did on the virtual queue, because you got to log in right when, it, when the time clicks it, you got to log in. Uh, to the virtual queue and then select the have your party already set up of who you want to be in uh, get the pass and once it comes to that you have to select 
who you want to get the pass. So if you got a party of four, the old way you had to click each individual one. Okay, one, two, three, four. I mean, that doesn't seem like it's going to take that long, but if it takes a second or two, like I said, that's when they sell out and, um, you know, and done in 20, 30 seconds, that's clicking those matter. Well, now when you go to that screen after you log in to get it, all of those people in your party and to be activated, you have to have your ticket scanned in the park. If you don't, then it, it takes more time because you got to uncheck them. Um, they are automatically checked. So, uh, you know, like on some things, they have a select all or that one you didn't because it's individual. You know, say you had four people, but one person didn't want to go. Well, you had to, you know, select three people and not the one where now most people that want to go on it are there everyone's going to want to go in the group so uh now it's everyone is checked mark on it so it those extra two seconds um will help you out and it seemed like a lot of people were complaining about it uh where hey you know i got you know maybe five or seven people in my group i gotta you know click each one of these were we all want to do it. So why aren't they all clicked? And then that way I could click off one or two people that don't want to go on it. So it seems, you know, it's just little things um, on it, but it'll save you time. And, you know, possibly if you're only there for one day, it's the difference between you writing it and you not writing it. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting that they actually updated that um, or had that little, uh, you know, fix in there, I guess. So, well, uh, I mean, I mean, the, the, I know that they had that process when we were doing just fast passes in general. You could add everyone to the fast pass, so yeah. literally you just had everyone's pass on one app, and you just had everyone do it. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's a good idea because it saves time. People get less frustrated because they're saying, "Well, it didn't work. I did this, didn't do nothing." So yep, I think that's kind of a better way to do it. Um, and I think that it's going to help them out in the long run. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes because everyone's going to have a complaint about something. But oh, I mean, yeah. we'll we'll see how it goes. And like I said, let us know how you feel about that too. If you've been to Batu, if you've been to Disneyland, and you know how the the process is, let us know how you feel about this new process at Facebook.com/slash/FomoCast, Twitter FOMO underscore Cast, FOMO Podcast on Instagram, and like I said, check us out all over the interwebs. Look for a um, upload video, maybe next week sometime of unboxing, so I can look at it, make sure I do it right, and then also look for might be doing a special episode i might be recording one with connor from concon's cantina about esports because he's deep into the esports and there's been some stuff we me and him have been talking about we used to stream on twitch every once in a while when we were live and you know that right there is something that um there's a lot of controversy with live streaming gaming and stuff like that so um you know, we'll see what happens. We're going to try and get together on Saturday morning. So maybe I'll drop this. I'm going to try and edit this as soon as I get done here and then um, uh, put it up for tomorrow for Friday morning. And that way we can get our uh, week weekend started off right with your FOMO cast. So for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you next time.